This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Father, we commit today's message unto the mighty hand. We ask for you to take total control. Today, show yourself mighty. Reveal your ways and will unto us. Let there be purging and cleansing. Let there be revival. The destinies will be restored. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message is titled Subduing Altars of Baal over our destinies. Subduing Altars of Baal over our destinies. I will take a message from the book of First Kings chapter 18, verses 20 to 24. So I have sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. The Lord wants us to know. <laughs> we are in the era of demonstration of power. Era of demonstration of power. And the power God will always prevail. Ahab gathered. The king by his might and power gathered the children of Israel. For a spiritual context with the power of God. 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long had she between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if bad, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Of course, the present with his might and power, with his armed forces, military might will always outnumber the people of God who are very few. And Elijah came and said, why are you people Dwelling in unbelieving doubts. What is stopping you people from following the ways of the Lord? They said nothing. They didn't answer him. They wanted to see. Those who are waiting to see whether God is God will see God in action this year. Amen. Thing two. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. By past prophets are 450 men. The king has come with 450 occultic men and 400 other occultic that is on Jezebel's table to challenge the power of God. If it's a physical fight, one man cannot stand a chance before 450 occultic men. But of course, the spiritual determines the physical. That is why you must hold on to your God. No matter the number of unfavorable situations and circumstances you are seeing. That's what the word of God says. Enemy can come like a flood. You can't overcome a flood as a human being. But you can overcome a flood by the power of the most high God. 450 men surrounding one person. If you add the other 400 that is in the table of this, you are talking about 850. If they tear him into pieces, they won't even see any piece of flesh. He won't even go around them. But he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And as far as they were concerned, they had the government behind them. They are greater in number. Who is this small boy? will show him something today. That is the lie the enemy has been telling so many people that he will deal with you. But I want you to know 
at the name of Jesus, those enemies will bow. Amen. 23, he said, let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under and address the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under and call you on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord and the God that answered by fire, let him be God and all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. <laughs> so this small boy don't know who we will be. We know once we do boo-boo, yaya, boo-boo, yaya, our fire will come. So if it is fire, he's saying we should display no problem. If it is fire, no problem. We'll display fire. He said, who will call down fire? We the one people will follow. One thing your enemies do not understand when they continue to do exploit in their wickedness without judgment, they think they are smart. Yes. They don't know that God is giving them the leverage for them to repent. Hello? For them to do what? Repent. But they think they are smart. They continue. So they've been using occultism to succeed in life. They thought it's business as usual. Without doing that, one day, when the king of kings rises up, all other natural protocol bows because he operates through supernatural protocol. Because the day he decided to promote Joseph, you know what he did? He gave Pharaoh a dream and then shut down every occultic power of interpretation in the palace of Pharaoh. That no occultic agent could interpret. No marine agent could interpret. No occultic agent could interpret the dreams of Pharaoh. Until Joseph came. And overturn, overturn, overturn it. Until he comes. Who's right it is. And I give it to him. He kept on overturning, overturning. Until Joseph appeared. And he opened up the seats of divine wisdom that knowledge and joseph began to speak and joseph began to speak by the time he finished pharaoh said can we see such a man in whom the spirit of god is he said they said he didn't call for any cabinet meeting he asked a question and he answered the question he said of course there is nobody i said from now onward joseph you will rule over this nation from now onward joseph you will rule over in kingdom will i be higher than you but in everything even these occultic people will submit to you the gods i serve will submit to you i want you to understand from today every author of bar every prophet of bar that has so you know move forward must bow to the name of jesus Lord said, we are going places. Say this message is going far. The message is beyond this congregation. First Kings chapter 18, verse 13 to 14. In that context, God dismantled their source of sorcery, their source of empowerment. They called on fire that the fire didn't answer. From today, every power the enemies are calling to work against you, I put them to sleep in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Every occultic voice speaking against you today, they are silenced by the power and the blood of Jesus. That day, their altar, their God went to sleep. There was breakdown in communication. They couldn't communicate to their God. Their God couldn't answer them. Because a superior power was an oppression. God disgraced their God. The Almighty God who disgrace every God that is challenging your destiny. And by the time he finished, the children of Israel in verse 14, and Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. When they called upon their God, there was no answer. They called from morning to evening. There was no answer. Elijah now told the children of Israel, Have you people seen? There is no answer. Their God is busy. Say, so Come near. They knew that power passed power. Yes, sir. They were now ready to listen to Elijah. But before, they were not ready. Now, they were ready to come close to Elijah. The Lord says, it's about doing something in this ministry. (laughs) There are people who didn't want to hear the name of this ministry. People who had no time. They are from the north, south, eastern part of this world and this country. People will be running to this ministry. He called. The Lord says, tell somebody this morning, people who refused to listen or support you before, if you listen to what he's about doing today and obey him, he said they begin to look for you. He repaired the altar. The Lord said, there are altars of our life that needs to be repaired. He's going to repair altars today. Every altar burning in our lives today must be demoted. But represent that power that does not want you to worship God. That power that says, you cannot serve you, the true and only living God. You will serve me. But represent that power that was always willing and ready to challenge your God. The power that swore that Israel will serve no other God. Is that power that keeps people in perpetual bondage of fear, unbelief, and doubt? The children of Israel couldn't express themselves when Elijah spoke to them. Fear that kept them fear. We don't have to say anything so that they don't kill us. But I represent that power of wardom, the power of prostitution. It represents the seed and spirit of immorality, fornication, and adultery, lust. The spirit of masturbation, phonography, lust of desires of eyes and flesh. The spirit of justification, pride. The spirit that does not want you to see a God. The spirit of spiritual blindness, blindfolds you from seeing the original God. But today, the Lord is said to dismantle that spirit. So that you see the true and only living God. That's one, and Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob. Unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. Elijah had to rebuild the foundation of Israel. You must rebuild the foundation of your life. 
forgot to answer you. Elijah had to rebuild. Twelve stones represent twelve tribes of Israel. Twelve tribes. You must allow God to have access to the foundation of your lives for him to rebuild you. This is 2020. The Lord is saying it's no longer business as usual. We say happy new year. Yes, everybody deserves a new year, better year. But it cannot be a better new year except there is a better new you. And that's why the Lord is said to build, reposition our foundations. Because so many foundations are faulty as a result of immorality, wardoms, prostitution, result of occultism, witchcraft, justification, pride. He had to repeat a new foundation based on the 12 tribes. That is true. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. Other foundation shall no other man lay except that one the Lord has laid. But laid a different altar. They forgot to move for his children. A new altar in the name of the Lord had to be rebuilt. Whatever altar the enemy has programmed in our lives today must be rebuilt. Yes, so that God can move. Amen. Because when you build a new altar and call upon the name of the Lord, he answers by force and by fire. Thank you, Lord. And he made a trench about the altar. As great as will contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order. And cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the food and said, Fill four barrels with what? Water. And pour it on the bone sacrifice and on the wood. It didn't say, Fill four barrels of fuel or kerosene and pour on the sacrifice so that it will catch fire on time. The earth is the Lord. And the fullness. Everything belongs to the Lord. God can use anything to work for Himself because everything belongs to Him. He can say, if human beings fail to serve, He will raise tones. He can make donkey to speak the language you'll understand. He can make best to speak the language you'll understand. He used a raven, a bird to feed, to bring suya to his son for months. When Elijah ran away, said to Elijah to go hide after season rain. He commanded the earth to open and swallow Korabira and that hand. There is nothing he cannot use. Prophet of God, are you telling to you? You said water, but I know it's fuel. He said, No, I didn't make a mistake. It's what I said, Paul. But if we pour water, we cannot activate fire. He said, Don't worry, Paul. Because the matches I'm going to use. It's not the matches that Baal and his prophet used. The matches I will use is Holy Ghost matches. The Lord wants you to know that there are so many talents you have put in your hands that you can always activate at any time. 34. And he said, do it the second time. And they did the second time. He said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. How many barrels? Four barrels with water. First time, second time, third time. How many barrels now? 
12 barrels. Verse 5 says, And the water ran ran about the altar and filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came there and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God, and thou hast turned their heart back again. That's it. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and lick up the water that was in the trench. And when the, all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. God is said to do something this year. That will make people acknowledge that you are serving the real God. Amen. You know, when God has not answered, some people will be saying, Are you sure he's serving God? He's just wasting his time. But the day God shows up, the same people will begin to say that indeed this one is the son or daughter of the most high God. Amen. The Lord wants us to understand that when the right foundation is in place, he comes quickly. He answers very fast. Fourth, Elijah said unto them, Tell the prophet of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook and slew them there. The Lord is good. Elijah brought them there, and they were destroyed. Today, the Lord is leading us individually and collectively to put on every altar of Baal in our lives. In our destinies and families. The Lord said there is a spiritual network of wardom, prostitution, let me see, immorality all over the world. And people are moving as if it's normal. People are moving as if it's normal. The enemy is using it. We are in the end time drawing people to his kingdom. He said the numbers are quite alarming. It's even in churches. A lot of camouflage in churches. But inside is rotten. Smelling. From the apostle, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, down to the members. The big, the mighty, the small. Lord, he has a reason to put his house in order. Because the foundation must be right for him to move. For him to release. For him to answer when we call. Yes. He said, call upon me, I will answer thee. And show the great and mighty things that that no get known. But the foundation must be right. He said, before you call, I will answer. Where are you speaking? I will do what? Elijah was still talking and fire came. Because the foundation was right. In the book of First King, we just read 18. God rose up to prove to doubting Thomas of his ability to speak and enforce his will. The kingdom of Israel under King Ahab and Jezebel were involved in spiritual and physical prostitution. When the Lord talks about prostitution, he talks about immorality, marine power, witchcraft power, occultic power, 
water spirit powers. All these things were involved in the worship of Baal. Idolatry is tied in those days to immorality. It's done openly like an event center. Everybody will just drink fornication and adultery openly in the name of serving that God. God rose up to put an end to do all this rubbish. As I speak, what was obtainable then is still prevalent now all over the world. Immorality in different dimensions has increased in terrifying level. Pride and carnality has become a rule of law. Witchcraft for courtesy and rituals are now acceptable norms. The church is not even left out all over the world. God is warning that of a true judgment will start from the house of God. Why? Because charity begins at home. People are quick to ask, how come that God no longer releases his blessings the way he used to do in the Old Testament days? But the truth is that in those days, Abba Father was in control. If not for the grace of our Lord Jesus is prevailing, this earth will have been raptured by now. Because we have committed more sins than the people of the Old Testament committed. We have committed more sins than Sodom and Gomorrah committed. But then there was no grace. It was either instant judgment and instant blessing. Once you do the right thing, you receive instant blessing. If you do the wrong thing, instant judgment. And when you want to clear, you know, Jesus can come with grace and see the soul that sinner shall do what? Die. Then it wasn't the soul that sinner shall die. It was the soul that sinner, every member of the family shall die. Because of one soul, God will clear a whole family, a whole generation. Anybody attached to that person will be wiped out. If you please the cause on something, the cause will after everything pertaining to that person, any of his property, stands caused. So the fear of God was prevailing. He will bless. Pick the blessed with the judge. The grace came through Jesus Christ. For 400 years, he would tell his judgments. He didn't speak. Jesus was appealing on our behalf. And he said, son, you have begged enough. Go and redeem them. He came with grace. He paid the highest price. Each time he, that father wants to strike, he sees the blood of his son. He says he paid the price for this poor. That's the only reason why I'm tolerating. Each time he wants to strike, he sees the blood. He says, my son paid the price. That's why I'm tolerating. But more we take grace for granted. God forbid. We cannot take grace for granted. We said... No, we are not better generation. We are worse generation than the people of the Old Testament. The only Savior we have is grace. The message of God is beyond human understanding. His grace is beyond human understanding. His love is beyond human understanding. His tolerance, his compassion is beyond human understanding. But we can never take that grace for granted. And that is why he has come down to rebuild rebuild our god is said to cleanse and prepare his church he said to rebuild to cleanse and prepare his children because his second coming is already settled he said to flog rebellious and disobedient children he flogged the harp jezebel the children of israel he started hundreds of prophets of Baal. 
He dismantled the altar of Baal. He uprooted immorality, witchcraft practices, occultism. They must be uprooted from our lives. He is warning again. He is visiting with blessings. I is coming with blessings. There is cost coming to you. He is visiting with long life. As it's coming with one life, there is sudden death by this corner. If this isn't good health, there is sicknesses unto the body corner. He is visiting with greatness, prosperity. There is poverty on the corner. But the choice is yours. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. I said before you, life and death, blessings and causes. Say, but choose that life that both thou and thy seed will live. God has come down to dismantle every altar and seed of Baal in our lives. Every power, every spirit, every prophet, spiritual or physically engineering us to serve the spirit of Baal, to serve flesh and carnality, to dwell in immorality, must go down. Amen. We had our comment, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such god is a spirit and those that worship him must must i repeat must it's not optional must worship him in spirit and in truth if you say i want to serve him you must serve him in spirit and truth our 2020 must carry and activate a new you. A new you. What is new in you? Fire couldn't come down until Elijah activated a new foundation. What kind of foundation are you carrying? You expect God to visit 2020 with what foundation? With the same old foundation? With 40 foundation? No, it won't work that way. God is not visiting a corrupt church. He's not visiting a dead church because he's not a dead God. He's not visiting a, a church free with spot with wrinkles, with blemish. He's visiting a church free from spots, from blemish, from wrinkles. He's visiting a church free with his holiness, righteousness, and godliness. You cannot expect that divine visitation if your foundation is not repositioned. Today, God is said to reposition our foundations. Amen. When you talk about God, you're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. God of love, peace, joy, patience, humility, God of faith, everything good. And that's what must be in us. For us to see a better and ordained 2020. Amen. Follow peace with all men. For without righteousness, no one can see the Lord. It's no longer business as usual. This 2020 will witness quick blessing and quick judgment. God is said to wipe out every agenda of the devil out of our lives, our destinies, family and churches. God is said to create his place in our lives because only him must be glorified in our lives. He swept at the altars of Baal through his fire anointing. He slaughtered the prophets of Baal. He sanctified and restored his children through his judgment. He says, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all this shall be added unto you. The hour has come for us to decide why we are serving him. 
Are we serving him because we want to seek first his kingdom? Are we serving him for what we need? We want to get married? We want to have children? We want to prosper? We want this, we want that. Is that why we are serving him? Some trust in chariots, some in horses. They will remember the name of our Lord. God cannot fail nor forsake. Delay is not denial. People who thought he delayed in coming in the Bible still saw his visitation. You will only miss a visitation if you think that delay is denial. You must not allow what you call problems to remove your focus from the Lord. You must not allow what you call problems to make you have an alternative God. Joshua said, for me and my house will serve the Lord. Whatever we desire in life are in his hands. We must seek him first. We must seek his wills first. We must seek his kingdom before getting them. He said, I love those that love me. Those that seek me early shall find me. We must decide whether to serve him or not to serve him. That error or lukewarmness has gone. The error of a little to the left, a little to the right has gone. God is warning. He said he will begin to move. There will be open confessions. Open disgrace in his house. He will cleanse his house all over the world. He said anybody dwelling in his morality and sin will not go free. Everybody must put your house in order. Immorality is a spiritual network the enemy is using to draw many people to hell. He is using immorality to destroy his church, to destroy his children. This is a cancer that has eaten deep in the church of the living God all over the world. They say he has reason to stop it. God is building a church without spots. He is coming to take him a church without blemish, a church without wrinkles. And it is time for him to purge and prefer his body. There is a divine call for us to put our houses in order. There is a divine call for us to put our lives in order. And draw closer to him. Because the days are pregnant with evil. The Lord said this year so many terrifying things will happen. Blood will flow so many places. What will give him right to shield and protect you? You are the one. That will decide. You are the one that will decide. Billionaires go to buy bulletproof vehicles. So-called rich men buy bulletproof vehicles. Who have money fly abroad for medical care. Because they have that money, right? But in your hand, God has put in you something you can use to buy supernatural bulletproof. That no compassion against you shall prosper. But if you don't activate it, will you get it? If you don't use your money to buy, will you get that thing? You have spiritual money. Obedience to his word. That will activate that spiritual covering. The word of God obedience, working by faith, is the spiritual currency that buys anything you want. It buys what people that have money on earth cannot buy. People that have money cannot buy life. Unbelievers with their money cannot buy long life. But you, what God has put in your hands, spiritual, you can buy long life. True obedience. Because the word of God is a spiritual currency that can buy anything you need. We must not allow our doubt, unbelief, to lead us out of our blessings. 
we sing with our mouth. But many hearts are far from him. This year can never be year of lip service. It will never be year of eye service. Lip service and eye service until the Lord must stop. Our problems have separated many from his presence and made our hearts to be far from him. The time and hour has come for us to carry our cross. By the now, says the pleasures of the world. Familiarity of the voice of God has overwhelmed many that will no longer take his words serious. We have had it before. Had a message before. Had a voice before. Familiarity. 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 The woman of Shanamite believed God for a child. She believed God, believed God, believed God for a child. The child didn't come. Many allowing their problems to make their love and believing God to shrink. Her believing God never dropped. Even when Prophet Elijah would stop buying her eat tree to eat, she would still respect and entertain this man as a prophet of God. What she was expecting, fruit of the wound, never came. But she still believed in God. Many of us, one year, two years, three years, 20 years, we dropped our belief in God. Many of us, we disobeyed God for years, for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 80, 20 years, we disobey. But God still keep us alive. Still believe that one day we will turn around for good. God does not lose hope on anyone. But it's easy for us to lose hope on God. To drop our trust. The woman refused to drop her trust. Her belief on God. One day she told the husband, Honey, this man is a genuine man of God. It's not enough. Most of when he comes on his way, to his destination, he looks tired. After he finished eating, he will sleep for one hour, two hours on the chair before he continues. Let us create a place for him. We have enough space. And the man said, Yes. Always thank God for good wives. So, what the man does not remember, the wife will remember for good. Man's okay. And they did it. And the nature came forth with time. Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all this shall be added. Why must you give up? Why must your so-called problem separate you from the love of God? Why must you become so familiar with the voice of the Lord? Do you know how many people that have prophesied to that woman that child will come at until she got tired but she still believed? If God has not given up on you, why are you giving up on God? You ask, how am I sure that God has not given up on me? The day God gives up on you, you that is the day you will die. The day God gives up on you, that is the day you breathe your last breath. As long as you are alive, God has not given up on you. As long as you are alive, God has not forgotten you. Because you are God's biggest project on earth. You are God's biggest project on earth. Lions and tigers and turkeys are not his projects. You are called to handle that project. Yes, you are called to decide the being to control those other projects. Yes, but you are his main project on earth. Lucifer contested for this your position. Yes, 
that he should be called the son of God. The Lord said, no. I have created you for a purpose. First your purpose why I created you. I'm creating children for myself. Don't lose your value. And don't allow anybody to tell you that you're valueless on earth. Don't allow, no matter the situation you're going through, you are still valuable in the sight of the Lord. Don't allow anybody to lie to you. Because you're going like this, you're going through this, so you're nobody. You are somebody. You're the son of the Most High God. The daughter of Zion. That is who you are. You're not empty. You're carrying his spirit. His power is in you. Problems should not make you lose respect for your dignity in the sight of the law. You must always know who you are. Don't allow problems to make you grow familiar with his voice. We must all sit up because the day will come when we seek for his voice, we will no longer hear it again. Saul was familiar with the voice of the Lord. Most times, when miracle happens, we don't know the value. We don't know the value. But if we use money to buy, we know the value. Because you only value things to buy with your money. Most times, when miracle people don't value because they didn't spend money. Saul just went looking for us and he was still going to be a king. Until he became a king. So he grew up not to value the voice of the Lord. He began to be, even when God gave him a new heart, a new spirit, he straight away. But if he had contested and keep people to be king, he would have valued it. We have done everything to protect it. Because God gave it to him. And then at the time, he looked for that voice. He looked for that voice. The voice was nowhere. Until somebody said, we can see that voice in Bakasi. He traveled very far from his capital to meet a woman. The witch at where? At Endon. He had to go far away to seek for this voice. This voice we hear every day, don't you, with that voice? Messages come in different ways. Jesus is a man of God. He can use anybody under here. Don't joke with that voice. Don't joke with the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord is our life. It's our life. That is the voice that tells you if you are going north and all of a sudden begin to go south, he said, no, you have, you have missed it. Come out from that side. If you don't hear that voice, you, you will end up in the pits. I'm telling you how terrible it is. It is the voice that will tell you, don't leave your house by six in the morning. Somebody is waiting for you somewhere. It's the voice that gives you direction. Voice of divine appointment. Voice of divine arrangement. Voice of life. The voice of direction. We must not joke with his voice. If you are here, focus on God. If you are looking for God, you will find him here. Baby, we must be focused. This morning, we must repent of life of immorality. Different life of masturbation, pornography, ungodly passes. What do you feed your mind with? Whatever thing a man sows, he shall reap. What are you sowing in your spirit, in your mind? Home video. You have time to spend hours watching TV. Films. But you don't have time to open the word of God. What you sow is what will come out. We must repent of life of immorality. We must repent of sin of familiarity. Familiar with the voice of God. Familiar with his messages. We must repent of sin of lukewarmness. That we have had it before. 
Me, I'm tired. I'm tired. You're tired of serving God. I'm tired of serving God. And God said, one day, say, I am tired of this man living. I am tired of this my daughter living. Can you imagine? I'm tired of serving God. I'm tired of going to church. Can you imagine? One day, if God say, I'm tired, the devil will say, thank God for answer prayers. The day God will say, I'm tired of this, my son or daughter being alive. They will say, God, I didn't know you answer prayer like this. Because that is the last day that person. It won't take the devil one second to kill that person because the devil will do it very fast so that God does not change his mind. Why will you be tired of serving God? Because why will you be tired of praising and worshiping him? Because what he said has not happened. Who told it to not happen? A day is like a thousand in the south of God. A thousand is like a day. Times and seasons are in his hands. You cannot build a calendar for him, but he can build a calendar for you. Believe in his calendar, and it will be well with you. We must desire his thought, his presence, his unction. He has come down to provide those who are ready to move forward with him. Are you ready? Bow your heads. He said, I all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. Let's begin to ask him for mercy in all areas we offended him. All have sinned. No exception. No exception. All have sinned. It's not about I know myself. In all areas, Lord, we ask for your mercy. That what if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. We ask for your mercy. As we repent of hidden sins, secret sins, we repent of sin of immorality, fornication, adultery, lustful desires of the eyes and flesh. We repent of sin, of masturbation. We ask for your blood to purge us from this sin. Sin of pride, malice, hatred and anger, justification, unforgiveness bitterness we have charms in our minds and hearts lusting after one another spirit of strife must go rivalry must go evil competition must go every strong making us not to serve God in spirit and truth father let your blood purge us break that strong on Lord let your blood pull down that strong for the weapons of our warfare not can be my trigger to be pulled on stronghold. Hold an aspect of justification in our lives. Anything that makes us to fight with your word. Anything that makes us not to recognize your word. Not to have respect for your voice and for those you are using for us. We repent, Lord, for bad mouthing, gossiping, growing that those you are using the prophets and prophetess to bless us. Repent for pretending. Pretentious spirit must go. Spirit of disunity, jealousy, insightful statement, slander must go. Lukewarmness must go. Strong of familiarity, that must go. We have been initiated in different demonic kingdoms through what we do, consciously or unconsciously, through the films we watch, the discussions we hold. Different phone calls, immoral wars, ungodly wars, evil passes. We ask for deliverance through your special blood.
Purgers will need your help, Lord. Purgers from every demonic soul tie, self-imposed soul ties, conscious and conscious soul ties, agreements, holding us onto bondage. Everything we have done in the past or present that has moved us into initiation, demands also initiation into the man we shall call the kingdoms. We ask for your blood to set us free. Let your blood set us free, Lord. We ask for your blood to deliver us. Set us free, Lord. Set us free. Every altar battle in our life must go. Stronghold of battle must go. Every giant, every power, every Goliath, every herod, every pharaoh, standing as stronghold in our life must be put by your blood this morning. We will put them out of our lives. Any part that has one will not move forward because of sin. We bring down that power. We will put that power of sin. That control of sin over our lives. We will put them by the blood of Jesus. We dissolve them by the blood of Jesus. That seed of lust in our minds, in our hearts. We dissolve them by the blood of Jesus. Every altar. Father, just as you slaughtered the prophet of Baal. Father, we ask for your blood to slaughter any man or woman. Spiritual or physically, that is working against our heart and minds. Remove controlling us ritually and physically, hindering us from serving spirit and truth. Let your blood slaughter or put them out of our ways. Every author of bad has sworn, author of immorality that has sworn that will not move forward in life. We ask for your blood to dissolve and disgrace that author. Anywhere they are calling our names to remove control us, to manipulate us, we ask for your blood to begin to judge that altar. Judge that altar. Altar that you need to remove control us. Altar that you need to manipulate us. Let your blood judge. Let your blood dissolve, dismantle them, destroy them by the power and the blood of Jesus. Father, we ask. He said, If your children that are called by your name shall humble themselves, seek and pray, you will hear us. Hear us this morning, Lord. We need your help. We cannot help ourselves. Where the power of man stops is where their power begins. Those things we cannot handle, Father, help us. We need your deliverance. Liberation from sin, from immorality. From familiarity, from flesh, all works of flesh, we need total deliverance this morning. Even those things we say, it's little sin, there is no little sin. We need deliverance from all of them. There is no sin that is little sin, is sin. We ask for your mercy. Help us, Lord. Oh yes, after the new foundation, Father, you brought forth rain. We ask for rain of holiness. Rain of holiness. Rain of righteousness. Rain of godliness. Let it be outpouring of your rain. Rain of cleansing and purging. Let there be rain of love, Lord. Rain of love. Rain of unity. Rain of agreement. Rain of peace. Rain of joy. Rain of gratitude. Rain of love. Yes. For us to speak in one voice. Yes, Lord. Rain of mercy this morning. We need your mercy. All have sinned and fallen short of your glory. 
The only rain we need is the rain of mercy. Because we know once we have your mercy, we have everything. Your mercy is the key to everything we need. Your mercy is the key to all our desires. We need your mercy this morning. We ask for that rain of mercy. Rain of grace. Because when we are in position of your mercy, we have your love. When you are in position of your mercy, we have your peace. We have your joy. We have unity and love. We desire that mercy. Open the floodgate of mercy this morning. Mercy that goes with grace. We look forward to your mighty hand of mercy. Mighty hand of grace. That is what we need. That is what we need all the days of our life. We can do nothing in our own might or power. For it's not by might or power, but by our spirit. This morning we'll call upon you, Lord. We need your mercy. We need your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. And we know that by reason of your mercy, our destinies are healed. Spiritual healing is our portion. We're here physically. We're here financially. We're healed health-wise. We're healed maritally. Our heart desires will receive healing. Thank you, Lord, for the new foundation you have built in the church. The foundation of fear of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory. That the foundation you have built this morning shall be permanent in our lives in the church, in our families, in all we do, your name must be reverence. No power can share the glory of our lives. Only you'll be glorified in our lives and in this church. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.